Welcome to the Football Chronicles. This is a special Champions League edition uh, here in November 2018 with the Champions League heating up. This is Justin, and welcome to my dear friend Edgar. How's it going? Hey, Justin. How are you, my friend? I am ecstatic. I am just uh, kind of whirlwinding uh, my head around these Champions League games that are going on and just the exciting few days that it's going to be in soccer. Yeah, it's like it's like Christmas came early for, for us, huh? It's amazing uh, the amount of high-profile games that are going on the next seven days or so. And starting with today, just some incredible matches. Yep, and definitely didn't disappoint. I mean, we saw... Well, you could say that they did disappoint because I did not expect Liverpool to lose. I don't oh, know. yeah. So let's jump right in. Let's just dive right in there. Champions League 2018-19. Uh, today's game. So we had Liverpool and Red Star. Um, and in this game, Edgar, obviously Liverpool a huge favorite. Uh, suspected to, to control it and to really control this group. Um, but not in the plans today. Today, Red Star came out and beat Liverpool 2-0. And, and it just made the group so tight. I mean, it is... Scary, um, but kind of awesome. <laughs> I mean, if I'm, I'm not particularly a fan of any of those teams. I mean, I, I like them. I like how Liverpool plays, but um, it's probably the tightest group. Like all, I still think all four of them have a chance to go through. So, you know, completely unexpected. I think that's really the well the key. If you're a fan of Liverpool, you're shaking your boots because. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a chance your team doesn't even make it out of the group stage. I mean, this Red Star, this is like, <laughs> this was one of the biggest wins in their club history, of yeah, course. Probably. I mean, just yeah. a huge, I mean, Champions huge League finalist? Win. I mean, that's, yeah. that's crazy. And if you look at the table, um, they have four points. Yep. You know, um, they have one draw and then the, the win today. Um, and the other two, <clears throat> the other three teams, I mean, they're right neck and neck, right? The other game today, which we'll get to, Napoli and PSG drew 1-1. Um, Napoli's ahead uh, right now, but, uh, well, actually, they're tied with Liverpool on points, um, but they play each other still. So it is going to be really interesting to see Red Star plays Napoli at the end of this month, and then uh, Liverpool and Napoli play in December. Who who do you think who do you think is going to go through? For me, man, I I think in the beginning of the season I definitely said that I wanted Liverpool to go through and Napoli, um, but it is so tight. I it's really hard to to even try to guess. You guys are all on Liverpool. <laughs> I yeah. remember you and Seabass were on Liverpool earlier in the season, we and were. they've been very good, of course, especially in the Premier League. But in this Champions League and this group, man, I don't know. Napoli looks like they could they could absolutely get out they of this could group. Top it. I could yeah. see Napoli and PSG getting out. I mean, both teams today played really well. PSG had some chances in the first half; they could have been up two or three nil. But in the second half, Napoli had about three or four chances. Um, that good game could have been could have gone a lot of different ways. Um, and and that like game the, ended 1-1, one, one, right? Yep, 1-1 one, one draw. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And then uh, I think I think Napoli has the advantage of the of the remaining schedules because they play Red Star and they had, you know, obviously 
she didn't expect to lose to Red Star. Right. Um, so <laughs> if that gets them two more points and then say they draw against um, Liverpool, then I would I think that would get them through. Yeah. I I I don't I do I do not see Liverpool out of the Champions League in the group stage, but crazy. But I mean, see, see, I mean, let's be completely honest, right? One of those three is gonna be out. Exactly. And wh- whichever it is, is gonna be really disappointing. I think the one that has the highest um, bar is definitely PSG. Oh, I mean, yeah. they've made such a huge investment, um, and to be out in the group stage would just be extremely disappointing. Um, and, yeah. and right now they're out. Right, right now if you see the group, they are out. So, right, I they're a point behind. I mean, well, PSG. I think the problem with PSG and everyone is kind of criticizing for every year is they're they're in a very weak league, right? I mean, right. the French league is not that impressive, and yeah, they win it every year, but it's not like the same as Serie A or it's not a little Premier competition. League or even the La Liga. Like, right. yeah, there's not a lot of competition. So really, for them. They have to win the Champions League in order to be considered one of the greats. And right. if they get knocked out of the group stage with this, with Neymar Eesh. and Cavani and, and Mbappe, Mbappe and um, Buffon and and Net, like I don't know. Yeah, it, it that, that that's shocking. not good. It, it would be, and uh, you know, I don't know. If you saw this, but uh, Cavani didn't start in today's game. No, uh, he came he, in later. Yeah, he was a sub. That's that's surprising yeah um so anyway i mean that that is i think i think whenever you know when, when you saw the groups like earlier in this year and this was supposed to be the the most fun group uh possible and i don't think it has disappointed at no. all it's been awesome so yeah. we'll be keeping a close eye on that one the other group that was in action today um well actually there were two other groups in action today but the other one i want to focus on is group b mm-hmm. um and we had a uh, Barca versus Inter, and Tottenham versus PSV. So, and in this group, uh, you know, Barca has been in pretty strong control. Um, they actually drew with Inter today, um, a very good, hard-fought one-one uh, draw. Um, so that was that was a good game. Um, and Tottenham, whew, barely, <laughs> barely got by PSV. This is the, probably the this is probably the only podcast where people spend a lot of time talking about Tottenham. I'm <laughs> just <it>. kidding. Just <laughs> Look, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. The floor is yours. All, all I want to say is that <laughs> look, four play four games they've lost two, and they're still in a position where they have a chance, a smidge chance, but a chance. It it would be remarkable if they did go through. I mean, it just doesn't seem possible to me. Um, because of what they've shown, um, but they've also been unlucky and lucky. It's been kind of weird, like like uh, like uh, like a bit of a curse. But I, I guess today they won two one with an own goal, right? I think you you mentioned. Yeah, last goal was I mean Harry Kane hit it and hit off the defender of PSV to go in. Um, so, I mean it was an 88th, 39th minute, nice goal lucky to get it a little bit we were kind of hoping for Barca to beat Inter right. because Barca's so far ahead they not only have 10 points they're plus 8 on goal differential um, so there's like very little chance they're going to lose right so they're going to yep. win this group there's no um, way they, they'll be out and basically Tottenham still has to play both Inter and Barca <laughs> 
So, and they're going to have to win both games. So they basically are going to have to beat Inter and then beat Barca and then hopefully overcome Inter on goal differential um, without Inter winning their other game. Right. Um, I don't remember. Who they play. I guess they play PSV, right? Um, so <laughs> a lot of things have to go right. But it's an interesting group, and it'll be another uh, another game and series crazier, of games to watch. Crazier things have happened. My friend. That's right, they have. Um, so yeah, it, it, this is this is a good group. I'm, I mean, I I personally expected Tottenham to go through in the beginning of the season, uh, and they've disappointed me a little bit. Um, but you know, ho- hopefully they can they can um, make it make it at, at the end. That's well, kind of I think what we could spend expects. a full forty five minute podcast about Tottenham <laughs> disappointments this season and beyond yeah. if you really yeah. wanted to but no i, I don't i'm good <laughs> thanks <laughs> but anyway uh yeah inner has been good too you can't give you know you can't knock them too hard I mean, well, yeah you have the heavy cardi i mean it's, it's a good team it's a better team it's a comeback team and me if you're if you're being you know if you're looking at it really finishing in third in this group isn't like the most awful thing ever for them for tottenham but um we'll see not great. I'm not expecting. No. Exactly. Um, so the other matches today, well, Atletico beat Russia Dortmund, um, but both teams are pretty far ahead in that group. So um, I still expect both of those teams to go through. Right. Uh, Club Bougie and AS Monaco. The other two, uh, Monaco got murdered. Murdered. Yeah, <laughs> 4-0 uh, every, I mean I obviously like I, I didn't watch the game I don't think you did either Justin I didn't um, so when we went to see the results I, I thought they were like inversed because I did not expect Monaco to lose 4-0 against against Bruges 4-0 and in Monaco like right uh, Bruges won away which is uh, 4-0, which is very, very surprising for a team that, you know, used to used to be very, very good. Um, so I'm sure Sebas is very n- not happy that Falcao <laughs> uh, lost oh, 4-0, although I'm, I'm not even sure if he played or not, but, you know, yep. we'll, we'll see what happens. They're definitely not going through. Oh, he did play. Damn. Um, yeah, they're, they're definitely not going through. <laughs> right. So that one's pretty much wrapped up. Um, so those are the three groups that play today. Focusing or moving this shift to tomorrow. Well, um, wait, actually, before, before sorry, sorry, before we do that, do you, who, who do you expect? I, I want to do this. Don't give me a prediction. Who do you think is going to go through in, in all three groups we've discussed? The, the first one doesn't matter because we both Group have. A, we already got the two teams, Atletico yes. and Russia. Group B... <sighs> Justin... <laughs> I mean, all logic points to Barca and Inter, so but, I have to go with that. Really? Um, okay. I am going to be... I, I'm not. I'm going to say Barcelona for sure, because it would be shocking if they didn't. I don't think I've seen that in my lifetime, actually. Um, so I would say Barcelona, and Tottenham goes through. Okay. I've watched Tottenham too many times to to <laughs> to expect them to... Pull themselves out of this hole. To be honest, I mean, that, that's but. fair. So, who, so Group C. That's the most probably the most interesting one. Group C. I think it'll be Napoli and Liverpool. I think PSG is out. PSG is out. Oh, that would hurt. 
Uh, I'm going to say... You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say Liverpool goes through and Red Star goes through. <laughs> Red Star? No yep. way. Yeah. I, I just have this feeling, you, you know, oh, wow. like... The, they, today, I, like, I watched the game. Uh, I was surprised that it was on, actually, but I, I watched it. Uh, I thought they would have some other game on, I guess. I, I don't know what. Anyway, um, and Red Star defended the entire time. They had two chances, and they scored both of them. Yep, they did. <laughs> and, uh, they slowed down. They kept Liverpool out of the net. I mean, nobody, nobody else has done that this season. Nope. Nobody else has stopped Liverpool. So, no Premier League team. No, Nobody else. I personally think that's a very impressive. And, you know, I, this is more like a sentimental, to me at least, you know, like thing. Uh, saying that they will go through. But, uh, you know, again, it's interesting that they did that. So... Uh, this this game is about momentum, and I do think that you know they they could have it and be pumped. And Liverpool goes first, and Red Star second. This group. Wow. I know. So you don't think Napoli or PSG goes through? No, I don't. Wow. It's it's more of a thing slash feel, <laughs> not necessarily based on like no numbers. So Napoli like plays that. Napoli plays Red Star still. Um, mm-hmm. That's their next game. So where then, do you know where? Uh, it's at Napoli. Oh, shit. Yeah, and that's going to uh, Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> Napoli and Liverpool play still, which means Red Star still has to play PSG. I think they can beat them. PSG sucks. I'm sorry. I, do, I don't like them. I mean, they can sometimes play, but I, I personally don't like how they play. Uh, and I didn't pay much attention to the game today. I'm going to be totally transparent. But from the previous games I've seen... I really don't like how they play. So, w- again, not again. Like I said, it's things slash feel, but I do feel like you know, with this huge win against the Champions League finalist, uh, they could get some momentum to go forward. That said, if in the next <laughs> the next game they lose to Napoli, they're out. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I think don't sleep on Napoli. Napoli is a very good team. They are They're really strong. And a great coach. And, and a yes, great a coach. Great and Chilotti. Yeah. Yes, Chilotti. I mean, so, I don't know. I actually think Napoli's going to make a much deeper run than... Um, Liverpool? I initially thought. And, yeah, I mean, they could. I don't know. But we'll see. So, that's, that's my gut. Okay, um, cool. Let's move on to the... What what you wanted to talk about, and I interrupted you. Sorry. No, uh, it's okay. So, I just wanted to talk about the uh, the remaining games for the Champions League. Um, tomorrow, <laughs> we have a highlight matchup um, that is just too good not to talk about. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about who that is? Maybe. No, that's what we're that's what we're here for. Um, Juventus versus Manchester United. Homecoming. Tomorrow at two p.m. Homecoming tomorrow at two p.m. Um, homecoming for Paul Pogba. Uh, going back to Torino after, wait, yeah, he's still he's still Manchester. Europe. So yes, so yeah, it's gonna be awesome to to see that game. Um, I expect Juventus to win. I do not like Manchester United either. I mean, I don't think anyone does. <laughs> um, they play horrible. Um, they they play horrible for what they could do. That's my thing with them. You know, uh, they are wrong. not. Yeah, they're not terrible players, so... No, they're not. They're not That's at all That's my beef bad. with them. 
Um, I also think Juventus is like a machine. Juventus yeah. is really, really good. I wouldn't be shocked to see Juventus back to the Champions League final. I, I mean, that's what they want. That's why they got Cristiano. You know, they they really, really wanted. I, I don't think I've. I mean, I've. I don't think I've seen a project as serious as Juventus going for the Champions League. They even got their PR out. I mean, there's a Juventus documentary in, in on Netflix. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but mm-hmm. honestly, they spend like a lot of time talking just about like the Champions League, how they're preparing for it, uh, how the club is preparing for it, and they, they've won it for years, and they have put together a pretty strong team to get it. So, so this could be the year. It, they look good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the game's in Turin, so... You know, it's going to be obviously a pro Juve crowd. They're going to probably let Pogba know how they feel about yeah. him leaving, um, and I'm sure Jose is not going to be happy. Going to be thrilled to be there, but man, just an interesting. It'll be either. I wonder if this is the game that just completely throws Jose's Manchester United tenure in complete shambles, and maybe well. It's, if Juventus wins and Valencia wins, then Manchester United right now has four points, and yeah. Valencia has two points. Right. So if Valencia wins, they go ahead uh, by one point. Yeah, they they jump ahead. Yep. So it it could be. It couldn't be. It would not be great for Manchester if that happened. I am. Sh- I mean, Valencia has lost so many chances. I, I am actually. I cannot believe that they're not ahead of Manchester United. Um, but they don't play that great either. Um, no, so they don't. That's probably why. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. But you know, again, pretty pretty cool game. Um, yeah. Sometimes I feel though, like those games that are supposed to be amazing. Not always, but disappoint me because the teams don't really want to damage each other and I really hope that's not the case uh, tomorrow uh, uh, yeah I bet Juve puts the gas pedal on hard yeah I, mean, I think they want to show that they're a world class team and this is I mean Juve's you know. been killing every- I mean, Juve I don't think they've lost this year <laughs> jeez yeah that's impressive so, <laughs> no they are they're something else so that's one to watch for sure. You said 2 o'clock. I think that's Central Time. 3 o'clock yes. East Coast Time. Check it out, TNT, if you can. Cool. Um, other games tomorrow, as you noticed, of, of interest at all? I know Bayern's playing. Ath- well, Ake Athens. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, actually, Mo- that Moscow. group is... Yeah. That group is um, also... those Bayern and Ajax are um, yeah, tied for first in that group. Damn, um, yeah. So Seven points each. That's interesting. Yeah. Which, I mean, if Benfica can actually win, um, they'd be pull a little bit closer, depending on what happens with Bayern and uh, AK Athens. But Yeah. Um, the other game that seems... I mean, always interesting to see Manchester City you yeah. know, crush, crush the victim in front of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, they have no problem doing that, usually. Yeah. And then Moscow against Roma, which, you know, interesting game. Probably not, I'm gonna, not one I'm going to watch, but um, yeah. definitely the Juventus-Manchester is the the, the main uh, attraction for tomorrow. I'm going to keep an eye on Lyon, too, just to see how they do. 
Against um, Little Hoffenheim. Yeah. Yep. Just a little bit of an intriguing um, Memphis Topanko. See how they do. Yeah, I mean, he's he's he scored like uh, when we played the Netherlands against uh, when Peru played the Netherlands in in Amsterdam. He he came in and he just like crushed it. He scored a goal, had an assist. He was pretty awesome. Oh yeah. It's, so he's he's good. He is. If you look at these these bottom half um, of the Champions League table, like a lot of them, I think Ajax and Bayern, you kind of can make a pretty strong assumption they're going to go through. Man City and and Lyon, you you got a pretty good feeling that they're both going to go through. Real Madrid and Roma, I mean, you would think those are definitely the two best teams in that group. And then the Juve, Man United, Valencia, Young Boys group is a little bit open between the final three teams. I think Valencia is like a shoe in but not as much parity, I would say, between all those those teams. Yeah. Um, 100%. So, unless something crazy happens tomorrow, I feel, <laughs> I believe that uh, you're going to know who's going to move on, I would say, with pretty strong assurance after, after uh, these games. Yeah, I, I agree. Um... Okay, so do you want to move on? Let's talk about the other half of what we wanted to discuss, which is the amazing games that are coming up um, this weekend. Derbies! Derbies for everyone! <laughs> it's going to oh, be insane. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, I, honestly, I didn't even notice until I saw this graph that uh, on online or someone commenting online, and we got a graph on our Instagram page that shows all the games... Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, and it's it's just ridiculous. I mean, um, we have uh, on Saturday we have uh, Borussia Dortmund versus Bayern Munich. Um, we have the Libertad- the Copa Libertadores final, which is the most important club tournament in Latin America, um, like the Champions League. Um, Boca Juniors versus River Plate, and we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Uh, well, we'll talk about all of this a little bit more later. Um, and on Sunday, we have Manchester City versus Manchester United, which, honestly, Justin, now that I think about it, that this could be a game that kind of just pushes him, you know, out a little bit. If yep. if, Ma- if Manchester United gets trashed like, like Real Madrid did, right. um, you know, then that, that would not be pretty. I mean, it would be fun, but not pretty. Well, I mean, they've got, like, the two of the most best teams in the world back-to-back, you know, and two huge matches that are pretty, like, if they don't win those two, or at least compete in those two matches, if Proze's players kind of stop trying or give up on them a little bit, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm, I mean, this could be a strong, uh... This could be a dark, dark week in Manchester. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's, yep, that's the way to say it. And, and the last game that fascinating one is uh, AC Milan versus Juventus on Sunday as well. Milan um, making a run to try and get back to the Champions League and actually playing pretty well this year um, against the Juventus powerhouse. That is unstoppable right now. Should be a good one. Look forward to that. I I think I'm going to watch it. I am interested in um, seeing... I wonder if Ronaldo will play. I mean, I wonder if they're going to play... Because they're playing tomorrow, and they're playing Sunday, so Wednesday... I guess that's that's probably enough time. A couple um, days, yep. N- not a lot, but 
it would be interesting to see who plays. Maybe, you know, they take Ronaldo out uh, tomorrow so he doesn't play the entire game or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, as, as you say, <laughs> Juventus is already super far ahead from everyone else in the yep. Serie A. Having lost a game, tied one, uh, and Milan is in fourth place uh, with 21 points, which is good because it's actually very interesting to see all of these clubs in Italy... Inter, Napoli, and Milan at the top because I don't think we'd seen that in in a little while. Um, no, it's it's been a while since the Serie A has been this competitive at the top, which is great. Um, yeah, fun because to see. Now, now you can watch it in America. <laughs> yes, you can. Um, and I actually, personal, I actually went to a, a Inter uh, AC Milan game last year when I was in Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a Europa League game. Um, and San, I went to San Siro, and it's a it's in an incredibly wow. big and just amazing looking stadium, and you see all these banners and this history and tradition of this amazing club that's done all these great things, right? So you know, I mean, you know the history of AC Milan; it's just been so good. Um, but the last handful of years has been super disappointing, and even though, like, I went to a Europa League game, it wasn't quite the same level of excitement, obviously. Right. But you could tell it's there, and it's like, they, you know, they should be better, and they want to be better. Um, so it was just interesting. Yeah, I, again, I, I think it's just good for everyone that these teams come back, and they're competitive, and they, you know, play play hard to get, play hard to beat. Um, I I remember when Milan and Inter were very good, and I remember when Inter oh, won yeah. the Champions League. So, yep. um, you know, and again, Milan too. Good stuff. Milan did it not right. that long ago. Yeah, and Milan as well. Dillo. So it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be interesting to see um, Juventus plays away. Uh, uh, Juventus playing probably with all of their you know starting eleven, um, and for those. Keeping track, the game is on Sunday at 1.30 p.m. Central, which is 2.30 Eastern. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yep, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun one. Um, yep. The next one, I guess we're starting with Sunday. <laughs> the next okay. one is uh, the Manchester Derby. Oh yeah, Justin, the Manchester Derby. That's gonna be so much fun to watch. Oh, so watching. So I, I mean, obviously. I know that the Manchester Derby is a big deal. I know about the rivalry. Um, I'm a, as an American, you know about it, you see about it, you hear about it. You know that Man United dominated for many years, but now Man City's taken over and is now this powerhouse. I didn't know the true level of rivalry, per se, until I watched that documentary of Man City's season last year, and I saw just how intense it was and mm-hmm. how excited the players were and even pep was super into it and the fans are just it's such a big rivalry and so i'm and if you remember last season man united beat man city when man city had a chance to clinch the premier league um and kind of a weird unexpected result Um, scored two goals right wasn't that that game Yeah. yeah So it could go either. It's this could be one of those games that you know this happens in other sports too. But the rivalries mean so much that it turns right. out much differently than you may think it would. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, I am excited to see Manchester City. I hope that they play the way they play. To me, 
Manchester City represents the football I love and that I enjoy watching. Manchester United, the complete 100% opposite of of that. Because there's two things, Manchester United. I don't like the the way they play football. I don't like Mourinho's style, parking the bus and all that yep. crap. And the other thing I don't like is I honestly am convinced that no one can tell me otherwise that the Manchester United players do not care. It, it, I've seen many games this season for some reason, because I, I don't like myself, I guess. Um, and I swear to God, like, first half, the Manchester United players just look like they don't want to play. Uh, look a little lethargic. And I guess in the second half, Mourinho yells at them, and they come back, you know, with a better attitude. Uh, I, I, again, totally my perception, but I, I just don't like the way Manchester United plays. And I would love to see uh, good triumph over evil uh, with Manchester City's beautiful game um, beat over crappy defense uh, Mourinho's team. <laughs> It'll be uh, interesting. I, I feel very strongly about this, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I just don't like that style of football. I think it's like, it just doesn't make sense. I mean... Even as an, like, I'm not an American, but I've lived here long enough, it, it doesn't attract people to the game. It, you know, and I know that there's a lot of Manchester United fans, but obviously they didn't always play like that. Um, so I would really hope that after Mourinho, which I think is going to come sooner rather than later, they find their style again um, and, you know, just move on from this very weird way to play and try to win uh, which doesn't work to me at least so to be fair to United they've actually they've had a couple of decent games as of late um, that's true you know they tie, they drew against Chelsea um, they were competitive against Juventus they beat Everton dramatically they beat Bournemouth you know and they didn't um, deserve that last one I think I think I watched that game was no, it 2 they, yeah, it was 2-1. It was Yeah, uh, I remember that. Yeah, that was, was crap. Yeah. <laughs> um but I'm just I'm just saying that their form isn't quite as bad as it was at the beginning of the season when they right. were losing a bunch. I mean, they've kind of regained at least a bit of confidence. Um So that's interesting and I don't know how much longer it can co- continue to be. I mean, they're 7th, Justin. Right. They're uh, underwhelming. Uh, uh, and, and it is a team that has, like, global superstars, like Paul Pogba, Alexis Sanchez, who I don't know what happened to him. Like, <laughs> I don't oh, know. my God. I, I, I don't know what happened to him. Like, he's he is amazing. Um, and yeah. he's just, like, a shadow for what he used to be. Because he doesn't fit in Mourinho's system at all. Right. Honestly, a lot of these players do not really fit in the type of system that Mourinho wants to play. Pogba included. Like, what is... I know. The, the positions that they're playing and the way that they're playing it doesn't really match the type of players they have because like mm-hmm. you said there are a lot of great players i mean lukaku's on an island all by himself and he's <laughs> not getting service at all oh my god he hasn't scored a goal i think right or something like that it's been a while i know it's like 10 games nine games if yeah I yeah something like that and like it's a shame because he's a world-class striker that you see him when he plays with belgium he's getting tons of opportunities because he's playing with players that he can give him the ball and they're pressing up the field and they have you know, world-class attacking midfielders that are passing to him. So, you yeah. know, 
that's his potential. And even at Everton, he had more of it, sadly, than he does here. But that, but that statement, that what you just said, I think, exemplifies very, very well how I feel. Because yeah. I remember the Manchester United, you know, before this catastrophe that, you know, obviously they never played like Barcelona, but they played something. They had soul. They passed the ball. They scored. They tried. This one does not. And we're comparing it to Everton, which I'm sorry. I don't know. It's an okay team, but, not you know. They shouldn't be compared to Everton. Exactly. I mean, it's Manchester United. Like, yeah. it's one of the greatest brands even in, in, in human history. Um, yep. Arguably I, I, the greatest. I would say exactly. definitely the best in the Premier League. Exactly. I mean, that, that, that's exactly. That's exactly my point. Like, they are the greatest brand, even better than Real Madrid. Uh, I, yeah. And oh, yeah. I think they're losing all of that as, as they keep going the way they're going. They are. And, I mean, Jose Mourinho is in part to blame and just a lot of the disconnect between him, the board, the players, all of it, it just, it's, it's gotta be fixed. You're right. It's gotta be fixed. I don't know what the solution is. That's the problem is sacking Mourinho. I don't know if that's really, what that's really going to do for you this point in the season. You know, I don't know how that, what that's really going to help, but let's talk about fun things. (laughs) Let's talk about Manchester city a little bit. I mean, it is a freaking machine. Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I don't know what else we can say, but you know this that team really works well, and I think they only added uh, Riyad Mahrez this season, who Who's scored. Come on, as of late, oh yeah, he's looking exactly. Very he's good. he's looking very very good. Um, so, I mean, I don't know what to say. Yeah. It it kind of sucks that like whenever things are going well, you don't have a lot to say, don't you think? Like I think people just tend to concentrate on the negative, uh, and don't kind of have more time to express themselves about the goodness of life. I've been impressed, of course, by Man, Man City. Um, I've also been surprisingly impressed by Chelsea and Arsenal both. Arsenal. Played much better than expected. Arsenal. I remember in the start of the season, we were like scared. I was begging to see a, an Arsenal that played. Cause Arsenal to me was, I mean, like a little bit that like that girlfriend you have when you're little, that you don't really know what you're doing. You yeah. know, um, like you don't know if you should like hold hands. You're too young. You don't really know what's happening there. So that for me, that's Arsenal. It's the first team, like international team, I really followed, um, and seeing them play this way, like I think they tied Liverpool one-one, like last minute or something in this last uh, um, last game. Th- that's cool. I mean, that's you know what I remember. You don't have to win everything, but. You know, things are happening. The team is playing well. Um, I, I really like that. I, re- I, I'm enjoying that. The Obama Yang Lacazette combo has yeah. paid dividends for them. And Torreira, finally, Torreira is playing. I mean, that dude is amazing. He's much better than I thought. I had, I mean, com- be completely frank. The first time I saw him play was with Uruguay, um, not in the World Cup, but in uh, a little bit in the qualifiers, I believe. Um, and he, you know, didn't call my attention much because I was nervous that, you know, hope- hoping the Peru would win. <laughs> um, so I was in like an, an analytical mood. Um, but seeing him play here, like when you saw him, like in the beginning of the season, he would come in for like twenty minutes, you know, second half. Uh, you could see what he was capable of almost right away, uh, yep. and now he's found his place, 
and I just think he's you know he honestly he's pretty extraordinary. Um, giving he has he has given them the balance that they've been missing. Um, so you know, really good eye by Unai Emery to to catch him. I agree. Yeah, they're they're going to be good. Uh, they're in a much better place than they would be. <laughs> much better place. Yeah, for sure. So uh, again, my, what what? So that's it for Sunday, I guess. What do you think is going to happen with the? What is your? Uh, what do you think the score is going to be for the Juventus AC Milan game? Juventus Milan. Well, I mean, Juventus has been on a scoring tear, and <laughs> they haven't lost. So they haven't lost, and they they score a ton of goals. Yeah, ton of goals. Um, I'm thinking three to one, Juve. Damn. Okay. I mean, I probably say something like I definitely Juventus wins. I don't think, I don't think they won't. Um, I say two zero, which is yeah. the same as what you said. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, um, two two zero. Yeah, I think for for Juventus. What about the Manchester Derby? What do you think? I think it's going to be closer than people think, mm-hmm. including you. I, I think it's going to be. <laughs> United's going to play a lot of guys behind the ball and try to counterattack. I don't know if they have the speed to do it. They're going to have to keep up with Leroy Sané and uh, Riyad Mahrez and the attacking midfield. De Bruyne is out again. Oh, which, man. Which sucks. You know? That sucks. Yeah. Um, so who's, who's going to be there? I think it's going to be... Sterling? Uh, well, Sterling's going to play on the right side. They're playing Mares a little bit more in the middle, but they also have Silva, both Silvas. Oh, um, oh Bernardo, yeah, I completely forget he exists sometimes. Yeah, right? <laughs> and Jesus up there, you know, so they'll be... There's no shortage of players that they can <laughs> throw into that lineup Jeez. to be creative and to play that pressing and attacking in wide style that um, Pep loves. I think it's going to be 2-1 City. Okay, I before you were gonna say you're two one. I was gonna say, you know, I obviously. So here's what I think. I think if Manchester City scores one goal in the first half twenty minutes, half an hour, they probably win three zero. If they don't, I think they win one zero, the game. Interesting. Yeah, I, I just think that if they do, they're playing home. So if they do score, they are gonna get super confident, and people are gonna want them to murder Manchester United, and they can. So. You know, again, that's and Manchester United's defense is not the best. That's not. Here's so. my my gut. Man, United gets ahead early. It goes Ooh. up one zero, kind of un, unexpected to Man City. Like it, it then, hits someone in the head and just yeah, so something crazy. In. Yeah. <laughs> so Man United goes up early. City ties at one one in the first half, and then in the second half, City just. Wears Man United out to death with their constant pressing, and then eventually scores and gets one through and wins two one. That's fair. So let's move on to Saturday. The Borussia Dortmund Bayern Munich uh, derby, or well, it's not a derby because it's not in the same city, but uh, very important. You know, did you game. know that? Did you know that Bayern Munich is in third place right now? I didn't. I haven't really been keeping up at all. Bayern Munich is. Four points behind Borussia Dortmund. Wow, and and they're playing in Dortmund, so mm-hmm. this is a huge game for for Bayern. 
they really need to get back to winning. Um, obviously. Uh, I mean, <laughs> they lost at home by... Uh, or they didn't lose, but they got a point in a shocking draw to Freiburg. Freiburg. Yeah. So they're dropping points in games that they really shouldn't be. Right. Um, interesting. Yeah, that's that's not good. <laughs> no. What happened? There's, there's people talking about Rodriguez leaving. I, I heard about that. About yeah. Jam, James James Rodriguez leaving. Uh, yeah, not a, not doing so great right now. Um, so this is a huge game, and Borussia Dortmund's at home. Borussia Dortmund hasn't lost a game. Uh, match so far this year. Wow. Um, of course, they lost in the Champions League. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. In the in the Bundesliga, they haven't lost. Sorry. Damn. That. That's impressive. Um, they also beat Atletico four nil in the in the other game. So. Oh, but that was I remember that game. That yeah. game was just ridiculous. It was. Uh, and super fun. But yeah, I I, mean, I Mark, think. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Mark. I was just saying, Marco Royce is in like super, super top form. He's playing really well, um, and he's obviously when when he's at his best, he's one of the best in the world. Yeah, he is. Christian Pulisic actually had a goal and an assist a couple days ago in a big win. Um, the, is is he still a teenager? I think he just turned twenty. Oh. I think he just turned twenty. Yeah, he's he's in September. Yep. So, I mean, they obviously still got some world-class players. They've got Axel Witzel and Götze, and, you know, they're going to give uh, Bayern everything they can handle and more. And, and I think they win. They will win. I mean, I honestly I have no basis to say that other than two, two things that we've discussed. Well, one thing that we've discussed and one thing that I know. Uh, the thing we've discussed is that they haven't lost... So, you know, it seems like they're doing pretty well. Uh, losing against Atletico Madrid in Madrid is not the end of the world, I don't think. No, um, not at all. It's expected. Uh, and um, the other thing that I know is that Borussia Dortmund's fans are insane. <laughs> and yeah. they are not going to want to lose. And they're going to cheer them on until the last second uh, when when they play that game. So, so definitely... Uh, then, yeah, I, I, if Bayern Munich is not doing as well as they have in the past, I think this could, that could be enough to, to push them through a win. But we'll see what happens. The door is open. I think if Russia, if Dortmund continues playing at this level, they could finally get the get a chance to win Bundesliga. This is a very important match to do that. Yeah, and they know that. Inflection I point. mean, right. at home. They need they need this win. They need this um, win for sure. I think they'll be I think they'll be ready for it. So I think you're right. I think they'll uh, they'll go up early on Bayern and their crowd will cheer them on and they will continue with a with a solid three one. Okay, cool. I, I think it's gonna be one zero uh, for Borussia Dortmund. But let's move on to what I've been wanting to talk about this entire time. <laughs> Uh, which is the final of the Copa Libertadores. So the Copa Libertadores is this, you know, it's a Champions League for Latin America, so the second most important club uh, tournament in the world. Uh, and it features in its final Boca Juniors from Buenos Aires versus River Plate. Um, 
unprecedented, hasn't happened in a final. Um, so, in a Libertadores final, so it is going to be just something else to to see. Um, I don't know, Justin, I think you were talking about how you've seen some documentaries or something about this before. Mm-hmm. Yep, I sure have. Um, it, this is probably the biggest rivalry in world soccer. Uh, to me, honestly, without a doubt, I grew up watching these games and it is... You know, something that is just very difficult to explain. Um, so, we probably will have another episode to talk a little bit more about the, the game before Saturday. Um, but all I want to say is that both teams fought really hard. And their semifinal was very complicated. And both teams fought really hard to get here. Um, the games were amazing. Um, beating pretty good teams in Latin America. So, both, both of them beat Brazilian teams. So... We're going to have to see what happens this weekend. The first game is in the Boca Juniors Stadium. Uh, and the and the game after that is in River Plate Stadium. Uh, yeah. Both of them in Buenos Aires. So I saw that they they banned away fans for both games. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. But, I mean, not I unexpected. That was interesting. Not unexpected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... 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 it's dude, it's... it's in Argentina, people say that people care more about uh, the clubs than their national team. Um, they, this, their rivalries, their city rivalries, are you know, like one of the most important things for them. Um, and uh, I personally, when I found out that this was a possibility that Boca and River could play the final, obviously that's what I wanted. And at some point in the semifinal, it looked like a River wasn't going to make it. Um, and they magically came back, beat uh, Palmeiras, if I remember correctly, in Brazil. And uh, and yeah, I mean, it was, it was just, you know, a party. Because they had lost in Buenos Aires 1-0 against Palmeiras. Uh, so anyway... It's gonna be an awesome game. I mean, I recommend anyone who likes uh, football to try to stream it somewhere from whatever you can and and watch it because it's it's gonna be worth your time. Yeah, super pumped for that. I, I know I've heard all about you and um, your opinion on the rivalry and how much it means. And so, where, tell me about where this game is. How can we watch it? What time is it on? Um, yeah. So um, I'll tell you what I do. I am. It's very difficult to watch. I don't know how you can watch it in, like, legally, <laughs> in the United States. Um, but I think you could just Google on YouTube and see if it's on. You may have to catch it in Spanish, most ninety-nine percent probably. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So just I would say Google uh, a stream online. Um, and you should be able to find it, or or maybe look on YouTube under a live uh, during the during the game, and you should be able to find one. There is an there is a service, and to be completely honest with you, I don't know if they have um, the Libertadores uh, on called Fanaties, which is like Netflix or like uh, I don't know Fubo TV, um, okay. and they concentrate on like South American, Latin American. Uh, Soccer and clubs. So yeah, I'm familiar with football. Okay, so yeah, you can so, just sign up for a free trial. Do 
do it for like a week or so and then watch that as one of the games. Well, I don't know if it's in football, but it might be. It might be in football, actually. That's something we should probably check and tell everyone. Um, but it might be in this other one called F- Fanatis or something like that. Um, the game is Sunday at 2 p.m. Uh, Central Time again. Sorry, Saturday, 2 p.m. Central Time. Um, Saturday, 2 p.m. Central. 3 which is 3 p.m. Eastern. East Coast. So, yes. noted on the counter, peeps, soccer peeps. Get a chance to watch some world-class Latin American football um, at the club level um, when the biggest rivalry arguably in the sport from our friend Edgar here. So with that in mind, it was great uh, chatting with you, Edgar. Good time. Yeah, yeah dude. Wait, wait, so wait, much wait, to wait, talk wait, about. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, guys, get your, get your eyeballs ready for... <laughs> some solid soccer action and then we'll uh we'll look forward to recapping with you uh with you next time yeah thank you so much talk All to right. you guys next week